Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 reads this way. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I'm going to read it again. The heart is deceitful among all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I want to preach today from the subject Systemic Racism, the Other Pandemic. I want to lift the question first and foremost today. How do you vaccinate for a virus that originated from the heart? I want to suggest that, uh, Pastor Bailey, that racism has originated in the heart of man. The heart of man and his greed for power pushed him to kidnap and bring over our ancestors from the shores of the Ivory Coast in 1619 to build this nation. And here we are today, 401 years later, and our people are still suffering from what was created from greed. I want to suggest that this idea of racism comes within our hearts, from within our hearts, because the hearts of the oppressor is what has created this idea of racial inequality. Now, when we look at this idea of systemic racism or institutional racism where white supremacy controls America based on three things, and I want you to get this today, three things this nation bases its life on, wealth and finance and health care. Our nation has been birthed on the shoulders of our black ancestors and in the same breath, those same persons, this nation are used that now we testify was under God. But how can you build a nation under a God who promotes love, unity, and togetherness, but then kidnaps another group of God's children to create this nation that allegedly was under God, but you don't act like the God you testify you resemble. The text says that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. My brothers and sisters, it is plain to see that the text concludes verse 9 by saying, who can understand it? When Jeremiah described the heart, he was, if you will, speaking of the hearts of those who created this current environment we are currently residing in. And the question today, Miss Valerie, must be addressed is how do you vaccinate for a virus that originated in the heart? They're still trying to find, map a vaccination, if you will, for the coronavirus. But I would submit today that's not the only virus that they need to find a vaccination for. This idea of systemic racism stems from the heart and therefore I want to suggest that America has a heart condition 
The America that we know has an acute heart failure. The America that we know has a heart that has been fixed on prosperity and has used black people to continually enrich and empower a country that has never repented from the sins of the past. That's why it's so hard for some black people and some white people to understand that there are some blacks and some whites that can get along just like family. Why you can't understand that is because you've got a heart problem. That's why you don't understand how come a black man and a white man can share dinner together, can talk to one another and call each other brother. Why? Because you've got a heart problem. This verse in Jeremiah shows us a people who could sin greatly while naively asking TJ, what sins have we committed? And, and, and that's what I hear people saying today as racism has raised its demonic head once again in our country, I hear them cues saying, what sins are we committing? What wrong, preach boy, have we done? What issues have we uh, done by not treating certain people right? And the Lord says to the people asking the question, the heart is deceitful. Above any other thing, the heart is deceitful and desperately sick. And that's the answer, even on today, when we watch the unfolding saga of hate and pain re-enter our communities, our towns, our cities, people's hearts are deceitful. They've become treacherous and dishonest and crafty and cunning and double dealing. Well, the Bible talks about that there would be a day when this would happen. All of the rallies held yesterday were great. And I'm super proud to see people cross racial lines, cross gender barriers, walking together in unity. But I want to say something today that's not going to sit well with about 30 of y'all. You can march seven days a week. You can hold up signs and say black lives matter. You can hold up signs and say all lives matter. You can hold up signs and say blue lives matter. But until you fix your heart problem, I wish somebody would pray with me here. Until you stop and fix the heart of man across racial lines, and begin, watch this, you're not ready for this here. Watch this and begin to genuinely love everybody. As you, as the Bible says, come on Bible readers, what does the Bible say? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. My home athletics professor, Dr. James Harris told us in Richmond, he said, you boys and girls don't know how to read. 
He said, y'all read on top of the scripture instead of reading what the scripture has intertwined in between the scripture. And so somebody sitting up front, because I was sitting in the back, that's another sermon for another day, said, well, Dr. Harris, what do you mean? He took that one verse. He said, the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Did not say, love your black neighbor as you love yourself. Did not say, love your white neighbor as you love yourself. Y'all still ain't got it. Did not say, love your brown or red neighbor. The Bible says, love your neighbor. That means if your neighbor's gay or straight, you love him. That means if your neighbor's white or black and is hungry, you feed him. That means if your neighbor doesn't have what he needs, you love him in spite of him. Why? Because the text does not specify what kind of neighbor to love. God said, love your neighbor. And y'all can march. Tell, tell times get better. But until we learn to love each other, regardless of our skin tone, regardless of our academic attainment, regardless of where we are, we'll still and always will deal with the race question. Our human capacity to deceive ourselves and to function in rebellion against God is endless because God never taught us to hate. God was not a God of hate. God was a God of love. And we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. We all are desperately sick in some way or another. We all are troubled in our heart in some way or another. And so when we talk about systemic racism, we must understand that it exists because there is a problem with the heart of people and thusly the reaction to the problem of our heart is hate and bigotry and prejudice. And, and, and I want to share this with you. You know it's systemic racism. When 500 babies, Dominique, die, each year because of a lack of food and shelter and proper medical attention, this systemic racism, when thousands of people are destroyed physically, emotionally, and intellectually because of conditions of poverty and discrimination in the black community, that is functional or a of a function of a systematic or a systemic or institutional style racism. Systemic racism keeps blacks locked in poor and rundown slum houses. Some of them are owned by black slum lords. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to address why black on black crime should matter just as much as police brutality. Y'all not saying nothing now. Nobody wants to discuss that it's just as wrong for me to kill my black brother over a pair of Chinese made sneakers. 
that's just as wrong as it is for a white policeman to kill a black man because he resisted arrest. Nobody wants to discuss. Nobody wants to discuss what mentally has gone on in the mind of that black man killing another black man over a pair of Chinese-made sneakers that we have been programmed to be that kind of way. That's why our ancestors used to tell us that we act sometimes like crabs in a basket. Instead of me trying to kill or be killed over a pair of sneakers, why can't I show you how I got the sneakers so you can go get your sneakers? We ridicule persons who say, I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps. But you can't pull yourself up if you never got your hand on the straps needed for pulling. And so the answer to the question is found in the latter portion. And I'm almost done. I promise you're not going to be long during these summer months. Y'all can't stand the heat like old farm boy can. So Jeremiah closes the verse by asking. Y'all can't stand it. Y'all don't work. Y'all don't know what hard work is. Y'all can't stand it. Jeremiah closes. They wanted me to put up a tent. I ain't putting up no tent. I don't need no tent. I'm used to the heat. Jeremiah closes the verse. They don't work hard. Jeremiah closes the verse by asking who can understand it. In other words, who can understand the heart? In other words, who can understand how I feel or why I'm so deceitful. We may be able to understand recipes. We can understand how to crack three eggs. One cup of sugar. Come on, Ruth, help me here. One cup of flour and, and mix it all together and put it in the oven and come out an hour later and you got something to eat good. We may understand how to take a tomato plant, push it down in the warm ground, fertilize it and dung around it a little bit and two months later, get a green tomato that you can dice up and fry up or a red tomato you can slice and salt and pepper it down. We understand that. We understand, Evelyn, how to go and invest our money and get a dividend from what we've invested. But we don't understand, my brothers and sisters, what it is to deal with a deceitful heart. And so the Bible says in verse 9 in the latter portion, who can understand it? Well, I got good news today, and I'm going to take you to the communion table, and we're going to go on in. I know who can understand the heart. The same one that can understand the heart is the same one that died one Friday afternoon. Hung him high, stretched. This is Communion Sunday in the Baptist church. Hung him high, stretched him wide, toe-nailed his feet and nailed his hands, and then he died. Late Dr. Sanderay said he went down in hell. Preach revival in hell, wrap death, hell in the grave around his chariot wheel until the angelic host said, Ride on, conquering king. But bright early Sunday morning, this same man that is the only one that understands the heart got up with all power in 
his hands. Get your heart right. Get your heart fixed. Give your heart to Jesus and learn how to love everybody. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within. I was seeking to rise no more, but systemic racism came and showed its face, but I turned my face to the wall and I called out to God and God pricked my heart and now I'm able to love my neighbor as I love myself. We got to learn how to love everybody. You got to love the green. Y'all know I was going to do that, right? As you do the red. You got to love the blue as you love the purple. There ought not be within us as the body of Christ a kind of Christian that is so deceitful that you can't love everybody. I'm done. It's hot out here on y'all. But I want to tell you something. Until we learn how to love everybody, you need to stop talking about going to heaven. I think I ought to say that again and then I'm going to let you alone. Until we learn, let me, let me clean it up this way. Until the Pentecostal learns how to love the Presbyterian. Until the Catholic learns how to love the Primitive Baptist. Until, 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 until the white female learns how to love the black female. Until the black female learns how to love the other black female. Until we as black men learn how to stop hating on each other and start picking each other up. Until black men learn how to stop being Uncle Tom. Until we learn how to stick with us, with each other. If you're hungry, my job ought to be to feed you. And ought not worry about what side of town you live on. Ought not worry about what color your skin is. You're hungry. If you're thirsty, ought not worry about who you are, who your daddy was. I ought to give you water. Come here, Bible readers. What did Jesus say? When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. But because you did not do that, depart from me because I don't know who you are. I don't want to get in front of the great white throne and God tell me you can't come in not because you wasn't a good son. You can't come in not because you wasn't a good preacher. You can't come in not because you wasn't a good father. You can't come in not because you were a good farmer. But you can't come in because you didn't love everybody. Keep on marching. Keep on climbing Jacob's ladder. Keep on marching up the king's highway. But while you're marching, learn how to love everybody. While you're holding up signs, learn how to love everybody. Systemic racism is a, is a, is a, a, a taught disease. It has been taught to us. It has been taught to 
is just as many black people that are racist as it is white. And until we can lay down our differences and say, I love you, and not just say it, but mean it. You're a Republican. I'm a Democrat, but I love you. I'm a Republican. You're a Democrat, but I love you. That's all I'm trying to get y'all to see. We got to learn how to love each other and not get so caught up in stuff that don't matter. Because soon one morning, soon one morning, our feet gonna strike Zion. Soon one morning, we gonna lay down our plowshares and study war no more. Soon one morning, we gonna give up this life, trade in this body for a brand new body. And I can't get there. I don't wanna get there. I don't wanna stand before the great white throne say, hear God say, you can't come in here because systemic racism had you so bogged down in your heart that you hated everybody. You can't come in here because you didn't allow white people to worship with you. You can't come in here because you didn't love your neighbor as you love yourself. You can't come in here because your heart was deceitful. Your heart was sick. You can't come in here because you didn't do right. I want to hear the Lord say, I want to hear him say you loved your neighbor. I want to hear him say you took care of the sick. I want to hear him say you never worried yourself about what color they were. If they treated you right, you treated them right. I want to hear the Lord say you followed what I said in doing unto others as you'd have them do unto you. I want to hear the Lord say did not separate because of financial status. That you love the poor just as well as you love the rich. I don't want to hear God tell me that you preached all those years. You pastored that church on the corner all those years. You gave away food and you gave away time and you preached for honey buns and, and peaches and fruit cocktail and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And folk bought you things and your members gave you nice things and, and bought you cars and did it and, and did everything for you. Then I get to the end of time. He says, because you didn't love that person that didn't look like you because you didn't love that person who didn't circle the same sexual preference as you circle. Because you didn't love people because you were light-skinned and they were dark-skinned. I'm hitting home today. You didn't treat folk right because they live here and you live there. You, you, you can't come in here because you treated folk that were uneducated different than you treated folk who were academically inclined. I don't want racism to keep me from hearing the Lord say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. Who can understand the heart? Only Jesus 
Only Jesus can understand our heart. And I'm going to tell you something else. Only Jesus can fix our heart. Now, we're going to the table, the makeshift table, but I want you to understand, in order for Jesus to fix your heart, you got to want him to fix it. You got to want him to get him on the inside of you and turn whatever it is wrong and make it right. Because here's the thing. You ought not want to keep carrying that hate and that pain and that misery. You ought not want to keep carrying that. I looked at some pictures last night and I looked at more this morning of how across the color line yesterday people were marching together walking down the road of Accomack and Exmoor and standing together. And you know, it looked real good. But after this news cycle has ended, after this news cycle has come, because I don't, y'all remember anything about Corona? Y'all ever heard of him? Corona's gone off the news cycle. Y'all missed that. Now, police brutality and racism is on the news cycle. Soon, the Democratic National Convention and the Republican National Convention will be in the news cycle. Then, after that, it'll be the question of whether kids are going back to school. That's going to be in the news cycle after that. Then, after that, it'll be the election. Then, after that, it'll be holiday time and folk trying to figure out whether they can get in the store or not get in the store, buy online, all that. And I want this same love. I wish y'all were praying me for just for a little while. I want the same camaraderie to stay around long after this news cycle is over. The heart is deceitful. The heart is sick. Who can understand it? I know who can understand it. Never made bread in a bread factory. But he'll be bread in starving land. I know who can understand it. Never went to Thurgood Marshall School of Law, but he'll be a lawyer in Eastville and Accomack. I know who can understand it. Never went to the medical school of Virginia, but he'll be a doctor on anybody's operating table. I know who can understand it. One never played child support in East Philly, Accomack, but be father when father's dead and gone. I know who can understand it. Never gave birth to a baby, but I'll be a mother when mother's dead and gone. I know who can understand it. Never worked for Bunnicks or Boggs, never dug a well, but was water in dry places. I know who can understand it. Never went to seminary, never went to theological school, but knows more about homiletics and hermeneutics than any theologian that has ever crossed the length and breadth of a doorsill of a school of theology. I know who can understand it. Barefoot prophet from Jericho, Mama's Barry's baby, the carpenter's boy. The one who got lost from his parents and went down in the temple and started reading the Old Testament. I know who can understand it. I know who can understand it. His name is Jesus. Some call him the lily of the valley. Some call him the rock in a weary land. Some call him when I was sick, he healed me. I know who can understand my heart. Jesus came. And I ought to have at least three witnesses here that can testify with me. Palmer, you're right. 
because when my heart was all screwed up, Jesus walked in and turned my heart around. And if he did it for me, 